Welcome to the Million Dollar Multi-Op Podcast. Here, you're going to find education, entertainment, and a little inspiration on how to get to the next level. Are you a DJ company owner that's looking for the secret sauce? Congrats, you found it. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Million Dollar Multi-Op Podcast. I'm your host, David Osborne with BlueprintLearn.com. Today is what we call a solo cast. That means I am going to be jumping on by myself, no guests, to unpack and to educate you about something that happened on a previous podcast that I think is of value to you, the listener. Today, we're going to be jumping in and unpacking what Josh Staley talked about in our last podcast, which was visionary leadership. Listening to that podcast, I listened back to it, and I heard Josh talk about his ideas for the industry and what a DJ should be, and he's so clear about his vision. Some people, like Josh, are just naturally gifted with having that vision. Most of us aren't. And when you're not, it can feel really intimidating to think about casting a vision because it just seems like something that big companies do, Fortune 500 companies like Nike or Coca-Cola, and, and that couldn't be further from the truth. I think that any company and any human can cast a vision for your business or for your personal life. A vision is, when you close your eyes, it's a clear mental image of what you want your business to look like in the future, okay? And on this podcast today, I am going to be sharing a framework for how to create your own vision for your business. If you're watching this, you're going to see it on screen. If you're not watching this and you're only listening, which most of you probably are, you'll be able to download the resource at blueprintlearn.com slash resources. The link will be in the show notes. Okay, let's dive in. Why is casting a vision important? Well, if you're anything like me, you started as a DJ a long time ago and you got stuck in the weeds. You got stuck in the day-to-day minutia of rocking shows, talking to people, selling your services, rinse and repeat. Well, that's a reactive way of running a business, taking everything that comes at you, processing it, and then just moving on. What I wanna encourage you to do is to become proactive in your business. It's thinking of the things that will happen or could happen in the future and planning for what you want to be reality. You, shocker, can actually decline events. You can decline clients and shape the kind of business that you want. Some of you listening might think that that's foolish, but I think once you reach another level of business operations, you will start to see it from a higher level that actually that is the successful path. I want you to think of your business journey and your business operations as a garden hose. The primary, well, really the only function of a garden hose is to get water from one spot to the next. Much like your role as a CEO or the owner of a business is to transfer energy from you to your employees, then to clients. And what often happens when you are only thinking of the reactive way of running a business and you're only working in the business and on the actual product is there's a lot of kinks in that hose. There's a lot of bends and the water doesn't flow freely. It's just kind of meandering around and at the end you might get some water, but it's not full out. It's not full bore. It's not coming out as much as you'd like. Now what you, what happens is if, if you cast a vision and you get in touch with your core values, which we'll talk about in another solo cast in the future, you're going to start to unkink and unbend that hose. And over time, more water is going to start flowing through. And at some point, 
My hope for you is that that hose will be completely unkinked and water will flow through that thing. And just like the energy in your business, you will be able to generate more income, hire better people, work with better clients, and actually serve a higher purpose that actually helps people, your community, and the industry at large. Wow, sounds like a tall order. And it is, but it's totally attainable for you. Each and every one of you can do this. I will say that if you are a newer business, if you've been operating for less than like a year, maybe even two, this is maybe not necessary for you yet. Just bookmark this podcast. We listen to the rest of it and come back to it in the future. Because when you're a brand new business, you're really just figuring out who you are, who you serve, what you do, what you don't do. And a vision might just be too much work in the wrong area. It is for businesses and for people who feel a little bit stuck. It's uh, maybe your growth is stagnated or you're having a hard time recruiting or you're having a hard time finding clients that really resonate with you or your marketing efforts or anything in that regard, vision is going to help. I promise. It's, it's one of those things that when, once we unlocked it a few years ago, it's like pushing the, the, the nitro button and you're just flying past other people. How often should you do this? You should be thinking about casting a vision and revisiting that vision at least yearly, maybe even quarterly. It's not something that you should ignore. The next step is going to be the most real, I think. It's where you do this work. Where do you actually cast a vision? And most people will sit down at the same place to do all the rest of their work, try to cast a vision, and come up empty-handed because there's just too many distractions. You have to get you have to disrupt the pattern. You got to get out of your normal. So if you always work in a coffee shop, go to a different place. If you work at home, go to a coffee shop. <laughs> or if you are, um, just get out of the normal place. For me, I like getting outside. I do my best, clearest thinking when I go on a hike. I can't sit at a desk. I can't record podcasts. I can't create training. I can't do anything when I'm on a hike. All I can do is observe nature, exhale, and my brain starts to work its best and most creatively. And then I'll just write things down. Okay, so what you want to do is you want to get outside and get where you need to get. And what you're going to notice is that as soon as you start this work, as soon as you sit down or as soon as you get into the place where you're going to do this work, your brain's going to get flooded with all the obstacles, all the to-do items, what you're going to have for lunch, what you're anxious about, what, um, what, you, what you quote unquote should be doing with your time your brain is going to be telling you that there's something more important. You're going to have to get all of that out. You have to write it down because if you get it out of your head, your brain will allow you to move on to something deeper and to work on the business. Some people call this a CEO day. Um, I actually like the term cave day. If you can swing it, get to a place with no cell signal, that's great because then you can't, you can't get distracted and you just focus. Um, okay. If this sounds really frustrating, if this sounds really intimidating, if this sounds really just like, David, what are you talking about? Work with a coach. There's a few of my coaching clients that have helped with this process. And it's just a, a secondary opinion or a secondary set of eyes and ears can help unstick where you might have some self-limiting beliefs and you can get out of your own head and just having a second person. If you have people on your team that help guide the ship or help with uh, the administration of your company, you might want to include them in this. That also might help get some ideas out of your head. Okay, let's dive into the framework. I'm going to share my screen. 
so we can see the framework. Again, if you are just listening, I'm going to describe the framework. It seems like it's coming up right here. And as it's coming up, I'm going to start talking about it. There we go. The clear vision casting framework. You'll see four boxes in the quadrant. Number one is imagine. Number two is improve. Number three is intend. And number four is infuse. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the first one. Imagine. I want you to actually, concretely, think of your life X number of years into the future. I think for this exercise, if it's your first time ever doing it, I would suggest three years into the future. Five and 10 and 20 seem really nebulous and really intimidating for most people. So let's just go with three. How old will you be in three years? How old will your spouse or partner be? How old will your kids be if you have them or pets? What, what landmark things might happen in the next three years? So for me, I have a daughter now that's 14 that will be 17, will be a senior in high school. I have a son that's in sixth grade that will be 14 in three years. I have a son that is four that will be seven in three years. And I have a three-month-old that will be three years old in three years. So I think about these things and what places they'll be in. You might have a, a kid graduating college or you might have... You might, wanting, you might want to start a family in the next three years. You might want to take that big trip that you've always planned on. You might have like a 10-year anniversary, and you know you're going to do that in two years from now, and you need to start thinking about it. What will life actually look like for you? What things about what you're currently doing in your business, your role in your business, don't fit what you'd actually like to see in three years from now? Will you still want to do as many events that you're doing? Do you want to stop DJing? Do you want to do more events? Do you want to transition from DJing to a different role or get into corporate AV? Or is there a segment of your market that you need to get into in two years from now? Or is that's what I'm talking about. Concretely understanding what your life will be like. And then what are the opportunities and what are the responsive components of your business that need to course correct to fit where your journey is going? Second is to improve. Now, this, in my opinion, is really the real work here because what we want to do when we improve is you want to think about how you can help people, like actually improve people's lives and your industry. So we're DJs here. So the DJ industry, whether it's your local DJ industry or your local event market or the DJ industry as a whole through your efforts, I can talk to you all day long about what we try to do to improve people's lives at our DJ company and how we try and share our joy and our energy with other people so that they can pass that energy on to others, affecting actual change in our community. And even with the blueprint, I am trying to serve that same thing and that same improvement, just on a bigger scale. So here's some questions you can ask yourself. What problem do we intend to solve? And I don't mean a technical problem. I mean, what problem in our market or in our industry or in our community can we help solve? Is it happiness? Is it generational poverty? You can help that with your entertainment company, believe it or not. Is it uh, access to great entertainment and you're offering a lower price service? What are the changes that we believe the organization can make for the industry? 
Are there things that we're going to do? Are we going to hold the candle? Are we going to be the lighthouse that shines the light for other people in the industry nationwide? Is that something that we want to do? Do we want to inspire other people? How will things be different if the vision is realized? So if we're actually able to accomplish this vision, what is life going to look like for us and for others? Those are big questions. You cannot answer those questions in five minutes. Those are things that you're going to have to sit. As my friend Jesse says, you're going to put them in your mind pocket. Put it right up here, and you're going to just let it marinate. It might take you a day or a week or a couple months. You might think of it next time you're on a car trip, and you might just marinate on this, or you might start thinking about what you don't want your impact to be what you don't want to be known for. That might help you cross some things off that list, but what are the things you feel compelled to help with and, and improve beyond your circle? Third, we are going to intend. We're going to intentionally create a statement that is three things. Go ahead and go to my next page here. You can see that. Three things. You want your sentence to be bold. You want it to be broad and beneficial. So bold meaning it stretches us. It has conviction. It has passion. It's something that would rally the troops and get people excited. It does need to be attainable. You know, saying that you want to throw parties on the moon. I mean, that's cool and everything, but it's, <laughs> it's just, I mean, maybe I shouldn't limit you by saying that. Maybe that's the thing you want to do. You do you, boo. Okay? You need to use inclusive language. Us, everyone, our. You know, we, we want to talk about all of those different things. Let's move on to broad. We want to um, have everyone in our organization to be able to participate. So if it's too narrow, if it's too narrow and we're talking about one specific service or one specific group of people within your organization, it's not broad enough. So if I were to say, we're going to transform our local community through photo booths, but we also do DJs and lighting. Well, the DJs and the lighting people won't be able to help with the photo booth, so it's too narrow. We need to be able to include everyone. What is a, what is a thing? What is a helpful thing we all can work on together through our technology and through our craft? We, we don't want to be too limiting, and we don't want to be too specific. And then third, this one is crucial, I think. It actually helps other people other than the contributor. Now, it can help the contributor, and I think it will, but you need to have in mind helping people beyond you first. So Apple wants to challenge the status quo. They, don't, they sell you computers in order to help you challenge the status quo, right? That's what they do. Let's talk about a few examples of some really great vision statements here from some famous companies. Take this off my screen here. Here's a few. I'm going to read them off here to the side. Disney's vision is to make people happy. That's, a, <laughs> that's huge. That's bold. We want to make people happy. We can rally behind that. It is broad. It is people. It's not a specific kind of people. It's not a specific group. It's not just our roller coaster operators. It's not just our animators. It is everybody. And it's beneficial. People. Happiness. That is huge. That's a great vision. Google, to provide access to the world's information in one click. To provide 
access to the world's information. That is beneficial. The world's, that is broad. It is bold. Access to all information in a click. That is something that if you worked for Google, you could get behind. You could get excited about. That's a vision. Let's do one more. Let's do Tesla. To accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy, it's not about selling cars. Now, do they want to sell you cars? Absolutely. Do they want to sell you other stuff? Absolutely. But their vision for what they see in the future is us transitioning to sustainable energy. And they want to accelerate that. They want to make it faster by providing great accessible technology. That is what a vision is. And you can have one in your company as well. I'm going to bring this framework back on screen so we can finish it out and do the last quadrant. Last quadrant is to infuse. You're going to incorporate your vision into all facets of your business. You may have heard of a vision board. A vision board is just the things that you have in your brain put out visually so that you can see them with your eyes and not, not just your imagination. You can also take that board and put it up in your office, put it in your warehouse, put it in your anywhere, and then put it on your mirror, places that you can see it, replicate it, copy it, show it to other people. This is where I think a lot of us get stuck. Take that vision, make it a statement, and tell it to everyone on your team, not just once not just twice, not just three times. It should be on all your documentation. It should be on your training agreements. It should be on your, it should be on your website so your clients see it. It should be on you know, your CRM. It should be in any messaging you send to your, your staff. It should be on your agenda for meetings. It should be on your one-on-ones. You should talk about it in your one-on-ones. It should be in all communication. It should be clear. Oh, it should even be your recruitment ad. Everyone should know what your vision is. It's that important. Now, when you have a clear vision, so you've imagined, you've improved, you intend, and you infuse, and you have that vision, you are now unlocking the potential to elevate everything around you. So again, Josh Staley has a clear vision for Columbus, Ohio to elevate the entire wedding DJ market because he believes that people deserve to have a great wedding experience. They deserve to have a nice DJ. They deserve to have all these things. And all the people on the team can rally behind that vision and improve everything about all of their company. And it, it's, it's one of those things that unlocks it, unkinks the hose, and it gets people excited, and it gets people motivated, and it generates money, and it generates events, and it generates buzz, and it just, it's just the way to go. So. That's been our deconstruction and framework of how to cast a vision. Thank you again for listening. Our next podcast, we'll have a guest on, and I'll interview them. Really appreciate it. Before we finish, again, blueprintlearn.com slash resources. You can get access to this framework and some others that could help you in your business.